0: out there are you ready well you better buckle up because it's time for the show ladies and gentlemen straight out of your sister's bedroom it's your girlfriend's favorite podcast without further ado it's the ring School's podcast with your host we need Yo, yo, yo. What's going on everybody? What up? A-Pizzle in the chat. And A-Pizzle with a tier one gifted sub to Blades Gaming TV. A-Pizzle, thank you so much for the support, man. I really appreciate it. I hope you are having a fantastic hump day. That's right. It's Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. Wires and gentlemen. It's Wednesday. Wednesday, August 31st, 2022, it is the final day of August, and it is uh, in the middle of the biggest heat wave that we've been having out here in SoCal, at least where I'm at. Um, The last I looked, which is going to be actually in like two seconds here, I'm going to refresh. It is 107 degrees out right now where I'm at. Hey, Pizzle, I know you're on the other side of the coast in uh, a very hot state as well. I don't want to give away your location or anything, but um, I'm pretty sure it's probably hot as balls over there where you're at too, huh? 107, man. Look at that. 107. Jesus Christ, man. I'm supposed to go out tomorrow. I'm supposed to go out to Moreno Valley tomorrow to meet up with Big Tony and hang out. And it says... Wow, it says today's high. is supposed to get up to 109. So We still got two more degrees to go today. Tomorrow's going to be 106. Friday's going to be 103. 106 on Saturday. 107 on Sunday. 107 on Monday. 105 on Tuesday. 101 a week from now. And then on Thursday next week, 96, and Friday next week is going to drop down to 89. I'm looking forward to it being in the 80s again. I mean, I'll go out. Low 90s. That's okay. You know, you get underneath that shade, you're good. You're out and about, right? Of course, if you got a car, you know, you get in a car, and you turn the AC on, right? And you're all good on that. But when you're like me, you know, my situation being a power chair, you don't have any, you know, nothing's uh, nothing's enclosed. Then you're kind of screwed. But, uh, what's going on, man? What's going on in everybody's lives? How's everybody doing? Anybody got anything, uh, interesting going on? This is the first week this month that, um, that I, I'm, I'm not going out to, uh, I'm not going out to the bar to hang out. Um... I've been going the last couple weeks. This go. They got this, uh, this spot out here in town called the Office Bar and Grill. And I've be going every week and enjoying myself. Um, go in there and enjoy one of the best burgers I've ever had. The, the kitchen in there is really good. Good food. and uh, Get me a, a rusty nail, which I, I nurse all night long. It's um, it's uh, one and a quarter ounce of scotch with three quarters of an ounce of brandy. Of Pretty much, it's like it's two shots of, of scotch. Uh, it's powerful. It's gives you a bang, nice kick in the face the first couple sips. But you know, you drink it slowly over time, enjoy it, right? Like a nice fine meal. You know, just throw it down. And, uh, you know, and enjoy one or two of those. we we'll watching the Dodger game and listening to uh, people banter about different things. And at 8 o'clock every night there at the office, bar and grill, they start karaoke. So that's always nice, too. And I've been, uh, been doing that the last two times I went. I started uh, singing karaoke. Go figure, right? I, I would have never, never in my entire life, ever thought I would one, do karaoke so I get in front of people. Um, I'm comfortable in front of a microphone, obviously, right? I've been doing this for 23 years, but it's different from if you're MCing something, or if you're doing sports commentary, you're doing a podcast, you're doing a live. Twitch stream is different than if you were singing like you, you put yourself out there when you sing there's a certain piece right in here man that comes out and it's displayed for everyone to see when you're doing that when you're singing um, as opposed to when you're hosting something right or even a, giving a public speech mm. Mm it is a whole different animal it really is but um hey uh, this weekend is WWE Clash at the Castle i was going to um i was going to record a podcast like we did last week Um, let me pull up the card. I don't think we're gonna do that. I don't think I'm gonna go full on like a like a show. Right? We'll just casually discuss it. You know, no uh, no over the top. You know, good stuff, you not know, like that. Like last week, I was in full show mode. I felt good too. You know, hey, last night I felt pretty good as well. Today I'm just. It's very casual today. Uh, it's very very casual today. I'm not feeling it like I did last night. Last night was. God, I felt. I felt alive last night. And I haven't felt that in a long time. Who knows? Maybe over time while we do this here tonight. Maybe I'll get some of the feelings back. Um, but anyway, this Saturday is WWE Clash at the Castle. We got six matches according to the Wikipedia. Let's go over the first match here. We got. We got Edge and Rey Mysterio with Dominic in their corner, going up against the Judgment Day, which is Finn Balor and Damian Priest, and they have Rhea Ripley in their corner. There's a lot of history and there's branching storylines here between everyone involved. I'm digging the, uh, the chemistry, the on-screen chemistry between Dominic Mysterio and Rhea Ripley. I think they complement each other very well. Be very interesting to see if they get involved this Saturday in this matchup this tag team match Edge definitely has the history of the Judgment Day they turned their back on Edge a few months back Edge and Rey Mysterio former tag team champions from way back in the day 20 years ago right Smackdown after the brand split they got history with each other Dominic Mysterio starting to look a lot like Eddie Guerrero and I'm wondering if if they're going to pull the trigger on that down the road or if they're just going to completely forget about what they did in 2005 where they tried to claim Eddie Guerrero to be the, the real biological father of Dominic Mysterio. But, you know, they got a storyline in there, right? It's built in. It's ready. If they ever want to pull the trigger on it, they can do it. And Dominic can turn on Ray. And you can have Dominic and Ray feud. I think the best place to do that would be as we turn the corner later this year heading into WrestleMania in Los Angeles next year. It's going to be the closest that we're going to get to San Diego where Ray and Dominic are from. There was uh, reports last week or so, right, about Edge. And he might be retiring a year from now. Or... uh, I don't know if it was confirmed or not. I didn't read the actual article. I just saw headlines and saw a handful of people discuss it and banter it and whatnot. That Edge will retire a year from now. Well, if that's the case, then you're going to want to kind of give him the rub, give him a little push or something like that. And one final run, maybe a, a world championship would be nice. I think he needs to get over the judgment day, but I don't think this is going to be the event you are going to do that. I think the Judgment Day is going to pick up the victory. Dominic may turn right now and join the Judgment Day. And then we can build towards a rematch where Edge and Ray get a tag team win over the teams. And they split off. Where Edge maybe does a a one-on-one program with... Finn Balor, or maybe even just moves away from them. Ray can then feud with the Judgment Day for a while, have a series of matches. Ray and Damian, Ray and Finn, Ray can get another partner, bring in, uh, you know, do some of that kind of stuff. Just keep him and, and Dominic kind of away from each other for a while. Um, maybe do an injury angle, or you take uh, Dominic off of television. Or you know, maybe do that before you turn him, and then when he comes back, you know he can turn on Ray on his return. Kind of like how the Rock, you know, turned on Ahmed and joined the Nation when he came back in the summer of 1997. That was just kind of out of nowhere. You can do something like that with uh, Dominic Mysterio. There's a lot of history in this in this match between all these participants. I, this is going to be a really good match. It's all four of them can go. All six of them really can go, but it's it's two on two. But um yeah, I'm gonna go with the judgment day on this one. I think the judgment day I think has got the victory in hand this Saturday. The next match on the card is this is a match I'm I am looking forward to big time. It's for the Intercontinental Championship. Gunther, the Intercontinental Champion with Ludwig Kaiser in his corner, defending the championship against Sheamus, who's got the brawling brutes Ridge Holland and Butch in his corner. You know, over the years, I've been very hard on Sheamus. I have not been a big fan of his work. I've not been a, a big fan of, of, his, of his gimmick just everything about Seamus has just rubbed me the wrong way for quite some time. Now I enjoyed what him and Cesaro did together as the bar. I thought that was a great tag team. I was, I was rallied behind them mainly because of Cesaro, but I got behind Seamus as well, but he is very much leaner. He's just been boring to me all around. So it, It's refreshing to kind of, you know, be excited for a Sheamus match. But with the new direction that creative is going in, and of course his opponent Gunther, who had a fabulous run at NXT UK, and Gunther really building up that Intercontinental Championship, bringing prestige back to the championship, something that the title hasn't had in almost 20 years. They really ruined the Intercontinental Championship when they took it away in 2002 and brought it back in 2003. That time away, the the last champion Kane, when Kane and Triple H took each other on title for title, Intercontinental Championship versus the World Heavyweight Championship was a No Mercy 2002, I believe. Um, that was uh, that was it right there. To me, that that killed the Intercontinental Championship. It hasn't been the same since. Randy Orton had a good Intercontinental title run. 2004, 2003, 2004. He had a, he had a good intercom title, one. But that was about it. Who else has had that championship that's built? Other than The Miz. Every time The Miz has any championship, he just runs with it. He, even that brief period of time he was WWE champion last year. He produced very good television. Very, very good, solid television. Gunther and Sheamus, though. These guys are just going to beat the living hell out of each other. This is going to be two big, sweaty dudes slapping meat on Saturday at Clash at the Castle. That's what this is going to be. It's corn-fed European motherfuckers just beating the shit out of each other. And that's what we want in our professional wrestling, right? You want these big muscle-head guys to just beat the shit out of each other. you want um, I don't think Sheamus is going to get it though Gunther's he's going to hes going to have this championship for the long haul man he is going to have this for the long haul so Gunther is my pick to win that match up next we got Matt Riddle versus Seth freaking Rollins and um, their little promo exchange on Monday this week fabulous the little brawl they had in the parking lot with the cell phone footage and all that stuff all that noise all that goodness it was funny it was cool it was, it was refreshing it was different to see on the main roster and then they did the side by side and Seth Rollins asked Riddle about his family and then brought up the divorce and all that stuff and Riddle Dropping the f bomb, and that was good business right there, man. That got me excited for the match too, because you got some you got some real heat going on here now. I don't know who's gonna win. You know, Seth Rollins, he, he, the programs he's been in this year, he's, he's lost, right? He definitely he lost the Cody Rhodes program. Does he lose to Riddle, or do you have him put Riddle over? Is Seth Rollins at that point that he can continuously lose? But the character is just so big. The character itself is so grand that after a week doing a segment or a promo or whatnot, he can just jump right back up and get over again. Does he lose steam? He has not yet. Seth Rollins still has as much steam now as he did in January, considering everything that has gone down in the last nine months. So I think he can afford to put Riddle over here. But what I would do is we gotta keep this thing going. Seth has got to figure out a way to get the victory over Riddle. I think that's what needs to be done. Riddle will get the last laugh. But it's not going to be this Saturday. Seth Rollins is going to win. That's my pick on that one. we got a six-woman tag team match. we got Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Asuka versus Bailey, Dakota Kai and Io Sky. Looking forward to that match as well. This card just looks solid. It's a very well booked card and it's six matches. So hopefully all these matches get a, a decent amount of time on screen. But I'm a big fan of all six women in this match especially its well-documented uh, Alexa Bliss. And um, I'm a big fan, huge, huge fan of Dakota Kai and Io Sky. Um, these six women can tear it down. Put them in singles matches, tag team matches, six-woman six tag team matches, a six-pack challenge, a, a fatal four-way, uh, a five-way match. Any combination of these women... They're going to throw it down. They're going to throw down the gauntlet. They're going to deliver. They're going to pop the roof off the house. You put them all six in a match. Three versus three. Magic. Magic. As much as I would like to see... Air, Bliss, and Asuka get the victory here... Bailey, Dakota, and Io... They just came back a month ago at SummerSlam... They took the loss in the Women's Tag Team Championship Tournament. I just... I don't see them losing. So, Bayley, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky are my picks to win. But if the other team wins, hopefully Alexa Bliss is the one to get the victory for her team. Because Alexa Bliss is great. She's the coolest, man. She really is we got a singles match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Liv Morgan defending against Shayna Baszler. And we've seen sprinkles of Ronda Rousey in this thing in the last couple weeks. We've seen Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler tease them doing something. So we don't know what's going to happen here. Ronda Rousey's going to come back. Is she going to cost Liv the match? Is she going to cost Shayna the match? Is she going to cost them both the match? Is she going to force Adam Pearce or other officials to to show their hand and and include her on things? We're getting to that part now. And it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. I don't think in this match we're going to get a clear-cut winner. I really don't. I think there's going to be some kind of a dusty finish. There's going to be a schma. There's going to be something. This is not set up to be a one off. This is set up to uh, progress something. With Ronda Rousey and one or both Liv and Shayna, I don't know. So I think that's, that's my, my number one prediction for this match is that there's going to be no contest in one way or the other. Uh, There's not going to be a pinfall. I don't think there's going to be a submission. I think there's either going to be a DQ or a countout. If I had to pick a clear-cut winner, it would be Liv Morgan. I think Shannon Baszler will get the championship one day down the road. One day down the road. I think big money is in Shannon Baszler versus Ronda Rousey. But what I would like to see is Ronda Rousey and Shannon Baszler team up and challenge for the women's tag team championship, and, and capture the belts, and then maybe lose them at the Royal Rumble, and then they have you know some kind of an argument in the Rumble where there's dissension there between the two. Maybe Shayna wins the Rumble, and she goes on to Mania. Ronda somehow gets herself into a title match, gets the belt, and then you got Ronda Rousey defending against Shayna Baszler at WrestleMania. And Shannon gets the belt. Some kind of, some kind of situation or combination of uh, of a lot of those different ideas. But there you go. And then we got the main event: the undisputed WWE Universal Championship match. Roman Reigns, the undisputed defending heavyweight champion, versus Drew McIntyre. Is Drew the guy to beat Roman Reigns? I don't know. Do I want him to be the guy to beat Roman Reigns? No, I don't. I don't think he's going to. This is for the Undisputed Universal Championship, which means it's both, right? Both titles. They're not even separate titles. He has two belts, but it's one title. I don't know if that's on purpose or, if, you know, he keeps coming out with two belts. It sends mixed signals is what it does either come out with one title and you have the Undisputed Universal Championship or you come out with both and you either defend both or one or the other. you got to be very clear on this. Hopefully we get an answer pretty soon. You know, maybe around the draft time. Maybe we'll get an answer. Maybe Triple H will come out or Stephanie will come out and they'll address the situation. And they'll say either you have to defend one or the other or both tonight it, maybe at Survivor Series maybe that's what you do with Roman Reigns at Survivor Series because Roman Reigns is going to win this match on Saturday that's my prediction but maybe Survivor Series is set up to see if Roman Reigns can survive it's in the name Survivor Series matter of fact you know what I would do I would actually bring back the tagline of Deadly Game I would say okay Roman Reigns and Triple H would be a perfect one to set this up because he is the game and they have a history with each other Triple H can come out and say... Roman Reigns... It's time to play the game... It's time to play the deadly game... At Survivor Series... And you will have to defend... Both of your championships... You have to defend against... The intercontinental champion... Gunther... You have to defend... The universal championship against him... And then later that night... You will have to defend the WWE championship against the United States champion Bobby Lashley. And you have Lashley and Gunther keep their titles to them, right? Because if you've got a traveling champion that goes across both brands, I mean, obviously, he's the supreme guy, right? He's the champ. He's he's the man. But if you have the Intercontinental Championship is the highest singles title on SmackDown and the United States Championship is the highest title on Raw, then compare it to the territory days right Raw is a territory Smackdown is a territory and then you have the NWA world champion travel the territories he's the man but when he's not there the regional champion is the man so Bobby Lashley is the man on Raw Gunther is the man on Smackdown Survivor Series the deadly game set up by Triple H can Roman Reigns survive Bobby Lashley and Gunther in one night now you have to come out with a very creative way to protect them both. Gunther and Bobby Lashley. As a Matter of fact, you know what you do is you have you have Roman go over on Gunther. Come up with a way to protect them. You don't want to bury him. And then later that night, you have Bobby Lashley somehow beat Roman Reigns in a very believable way that still protects Roman. And you get the one title off of Roman. And you have Bobby Lashley as the WWE champion and the United States champion. He vacates the U.S. title. We have a U.S. championship tournament. Give it to Theory. Have the finals be Theory and Riddle at the Royal Rumble. And you've got a mid-card built up. And you've got a face of the mid card. You got a face of the top card, and then you no longer have the traveling champion across both brands. Each brand now has a world champion once again, first time since WrestleMania. Just some ideas off the top of my head. That's 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 all I got for that. That's all I got for that. But yeah, um, that's that's my thoughts, my predictions. For Saturday's Clash at the Castle, I think I will go ahead and cut this audio portion out and put it up as a podcast. Um, So, those that are listening to this as a podcast, just so you know, this is also a live Twitch stream. I will cut this audio portion out for y'all to listen to on the podcast. Uh, And, you know, maybe I'll put it up on YouTube as well. Who knows? We'll see. But anyway, I am going to go ahead and take off on both the podcast and on the Twitch stream. I want to thank everybody out there that tuned in. I want to thank everybody that joined. Earlier, A. Pizzle was in the chat. Uh, He came in to say what's up. He also did a Tier 1 gifted sub to Blades Gaming TV. A. Pizzle, thank you so much for the support. I really appreciate that from the bottom of my heart, man. A. Pizzle, you are the man. Everybody out there, check out his show on YouTube, Bofas on the Sofas. Check that out. Bofas on the Sofas. It's a great show. Him and his friends do a damn good job of entertaining everybody. So check out their show. A plus right there, man. A plus. All right, that's it. You, you know, I don't have anything else to plug. Ringscoops.com's got everything. Go there, all the links are there. We got the card game, we got the VR chat, we got everything merchandise, podcasts, YouTube, all that good stuff, ringscoops.com. That's all I got to say. All right, ladies and gentlemen, until next time, I am the webmaster way Needham. I'm saying thank you all for tuning in. Be cool.